Activate your personal shield and gear straight to level 3, because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Going on to Battlefront 2, what, what would you want to see out of a Force Awakens Battlefront? Uh, you know, the, it's... Well, definitely the one thing, and I know you guys are on this page, is a campaign mode or an offline mode. You know, something that has a story mode in it that allows you to immerse even more in the whole Star Wars thing. That would be pretty cool. Um, yes. You know, and and I don't know how they would go about doing that campaign. I think in the in the battle in the original Battlefronts, they did uh, Battlefront Two. I think you were a, a clone trooper fighting you know various battles that was pretty cool i know in other kind of games where um where you have like a map and you have to go kind of a, like a risk you know risk game you go and uh, conquer some territories or fly your fly your um armies over to new planets and conquer planets that would be pretty cool i think yeah that's one of the lego star wars games you have to make load of Spaceships just come in and destroy all the others. You can command what planet they go to. And definitely, and, and definitely, that. that's been lacking in this one. And I know they said recently, haven't they, that that, that they, they they didn't do a campaign mode because they wanted to get the game out in time. Yeah, um, in the old styles, Battlefront Two, you could go into the story mode, and then you could play as a character and then you could go around leading your army yeah. to different planets destroying the rebels or the imperials pretty cool that would be cool what about you guys i think it's a wrong move to focus on the new movies because they're they're going to use for the force awakens but if you use the force awakens you're going to run into the same problem that this battlefront has the lack of heroes and villains right and, you know, the other thing I was thinking, and I agree with you on that, is actually the new movies, the the, the Imperials and the Rebels are pretty much similar to the, the original ones, right? So it would probably make sense. And I think there's going to be, like, isn't there number six, six movies in total coming out? Or there's, a, there's a load of new movies. So yeah. it would probably make yeah. sense to do the next Battlefront based on the Clone Wars. And yeah. then you've got a, a, a i guess you've got a step change a difference from the original movies because you're now clones and separatists and robots and stuff but the best bit is <laughs> the clone wars it had so many jedi separatists and villains and all that so then you'll so then you can there'll be loads of heroes and villains to play right right and they can add in all of the old maps mustafa where where obi-wan and anakin dueled yeah. The so negotiations. Geonosis. And there's, oh, yeah, Geonosis. There's, there's so, I think perhaps they should go with the Clone Wars, and then, you know, by the time they then come around to doing Battlefront 3, because I guess for sure they're going to do, they're going to keep rolling this out, aren't they? Then then you can then, it, it, you know, the, the new movies will be like a refresher for the gaming community, I guess. Yes, because, yeah, I, because I would really want them to wait until episode nine's done so they can have the whole three trilogy of characters and that kind of thing. Right. And um, the other thing I was thinking about is what they, what would be, I hope they don't do, but I guess when it comes to business, they may well do it. You know, like Call of Duty and, and some of these other games, every year, or even every half year, you get, you get a new game, right? And... 
And so, actually, the new games are just really uh, a rehash of the old game. The engine's the same, you know, the... They switch up some of the traits, or some of the cards, so or perks, really, or weapons. So really, just everything is exactly the same. Yeah. But they just add a few new things. Right. Like Morgan, they just swap off more guns. Right. Add on some new star cards. And if they left it maybe a couple of years for a new game and just released a few more DLCs, then then maybe there'd be you know um, that would be more time to for people to kind of get into then enough time between the launch of Battlefront 1 to Battlefront 2 and then you're, you've done two years of gaming on that with a few DLCs and then you're back to Battlefront 3 which is going basically back to the new order where you're back to Stormtroopers and Rebels and TIE Fighters and X-Wings and you all that You mean the first port, the first order? Yeah, first the new order. Version, the new version of Stormtroopers. Right. I don't. Right. I don't think the uh, community would let Dice or EA rehash the whole game every year. I mean, one of the reason why Call of Duty has been lacking free, uh, recently is because they have a new one each year, and it's basically the same game every year. Boring. Exactly. Yeah, and they just tweak some weapons, or they. You know, it's. I think Call of Duty's been getting slated, hasn't it? Because it's in the future and uh, and they want it in the past. And stuff. Uh, yeah, and that's what I. You know, Battlefront is a pretty cool game, and it would be a shame if they just churned out pretty much the same game every year, but you know, um, with uh, with just in a different sort of, I guess, different um, scenario or different era of Star Wars. That wouldn't be. That wouldn't be great. The way I see it, because. EA is such a huge company, they've got DICE, they've already got two shooters, they might even have more than that. But since they have Battlefield and Battlefront, it's going to be every other year, which I think gives them just enough time for a Battlefront team to get a whole new game out. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. Actually, and that's a cool way of doing it, would be, you know, one year Battlefront, one year Battlefield. Uh, one year battlefront, one year battlefield, because then you know, uh, I guess both communities have a have a chance to really sink into a game. And you know, these games aren't cheap, right? You spend, I guess, it's about a hundred dollars by the time you've done the, the DLC and everything else. And so, Let alone a game. Yeah. PS4 costs three hundred. Right, right. We spent around five hundred dollars for our our battlefront because we had to get a whole PlayStation Four. Wow. Yeah, I guess that's the same for us, right? Because we bought, yeah, we got ourselves the PlayStation just to play Battlefront. And to be honest, these well, games really, really, you bought a few other games, but we never do play them. We never we just play Battlefront because these games are so immersive. I guess you, you know, you and you don't have time to sit around. We're not millionaires, so we don't have time to sit around all day playing games. But well, uh, he does. <laughs> But, um, you know, you, you spend all your time just, you can spend all your time just on one game. Uh, so, yeah, you don't really get a chance to play or in the level of depth that you want to on. If you're running two or three games at most, you know, that's probably as max you could get. Yeah. The way, the way I play games is I have a game with a storyline that I play every now and then, but not like maybe once a week or something like that. And then a one game that I can be competitive at and just go all out on that. Right, right. Nice method. And what rank are you guys then in Star Wars? Have you hit 60? 
almost. We're at like 57 or 58. That glitch with the uh, the upgrading to ranks really hit us hard. We would have been 60 if it wasn't for that. What what glitch was that? I didn't hear about that one. No. Well, it was a it was a glitch to wherever whenever you leveled up, it just restarted you back where you started. Oh, you're joking. Yeah. No. Oh no, bummer. Yeah. And I must admit, we've been glitching. We've been glitching a bit that works in our favor on the daily challenges and on the, you know, on the little challenges that you get up. So sometimes you'll get like, a, you know, 75 blaster kills, right? Or 75 pistol kills. Yeah. And you can get seven and a half thousand credits for that. And you'll start that. And then within two games, even though you've not really killed 75 people with a blaster, it says, well done, you've done the, you know, you've completed it and you get your seven and a half thousand. And even better, the next game you then go into, you get the same thing again. It says you completed it. So in a way, that's been helping me kind of boost up a bit um, without, um, you know, um, without having to complete all those challenges, I guess. So you can you can get like 14, 15,000 points through this glitch. Woohoo! Three credit glitches for everyone! How many credits do you have? I think at the moment... Uh, I got about twenty, fifteen, or twenty thousand. And uh, again, I've been buying the the new. Um, we're rank fifty-two or fifty-three, I think. And you told me that you're only rank forty-nine last time. Fifty-three, I think now. Yeah. So we got the Shadow Trooper, and you know, whenever you buy a new skin, it's seventeen thousand, isn't it? So that's that's pretty heavy. But the other thing that's good for credits is that base command game. I don't know if you've got that on your iPhone. Have you guys got that? Yeah, we've got it on iPhone. We had it, and then it glitched up on us right when Battlefront came out. It reset our whole thing, so all of the credits that we've been getting, all of the the progression that we had on there, just restarted completely. So we haven't played it since then. No way. Whoa. So what, what a bummer. Um, yeah, we, we played that like every day for a week, saving up for credits and stuff so we'd be able to play. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool, and so the daily challenge as well. Sometimes those those daily challenges are pretty easy, and that's like seven hundred and fifty credits. So, and then if you you know, I do the campaign now and again, but um, yeah, with the daily challenge and a bit on the campaign, you can bank you know an extra thousand, fifteen hundred credits a day on top, I guess, of your normal battlefront playing. I don't so it's get pretty it. Cool. I don't get it. Everything just glitches in America. It just lets you down. Yet glitches in England. <laughs> You get free credits. Hey, we glitch over here, man. Don't worry. Our teeth glitch pretty badly. <laughs> what do you mean our teeth glitch? We're not digital. <laughs> the Americans think we all have bad teeth. Did you know that? <laughs> Weird. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> so, uh, have you platinum Battlefront? Uh, no, we haven't. No, we... Uh, no is a short answer it took us um, forever to do that and so hard yeah and you know we know uh, it's we're just enjoying the game at the moment and i think maybe when we'll get bored of just playing the game and and all the different uh loadouts and what have you then maybe we'll start to do all the try and get it to platinum the emo you know we're, we're i guess we're we're yeah we're playing the game we're focused on some of the emotes are pretty funny and the one that we haven't got and we're pretty gutted 
is, I don't know if you guys seen the ion emotes, you know, when those guys get zapped by the ion, you know, they get electrocuted. Have you seen that yes. one? <laughs> it's hilarious. And some people do it in some of the most funny, funny situations, you know, and uh, so anyway, I think you have to have the deluxe version, which for yes. us means basically um, we've got all the weapons and stuff now, so it would mean basically spending like another $15 just to get that emote effectively, which, you know, I'm not sure is worth it, but it is pretty Well, cool. I saw a very weird on YouTube. So a shadow trooper was jump packing in the air, and then halfway through he did an iron emote. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we saw one where this guy was, you know, in a massive firefight in, in Jabba's palace, you know, there's like 10 or 5 people all in this firefight and this guy just starts doing a, an ion emote. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's funny how people use the emotes in si different situations. What's what your favorite of, one? My favorite one... I think it's what the, are you running at the moment? Ours is basically screams like they're, they're, we have the no, we have the laughing, and then we have the... What's the other one, Sam? Scream. Yeah, the scream. The scream. <laughs> we have the... So the laugh is definitely is great, especially when you... You know, when you sneak up on people from behind, melee attack them, and then you laugh. That I mean, when people do that to me, that infuriates me. So I have a great, great laugh doing that to other people. What I'm told is that at the start of the game, when everyone spawns in multiplayer, all they do is Tuscan Raider. Yeah, Tuscan Raider. <laughs> you know, when you start the game and there's like six or seven people doing Tuscan Raider, that is pretty funny. <laughs> My favorite emote would probably be the, that just happened. Oh, yeah, yeah. That just happened. Definitely. And then, again, that's another, that's a good trolling one. And... The other one, uh, somebody trolled me really badly. Uh, they, they kept killing me, and I was hunting them. And every time they managed to kill me, you know, when I was getting to them, uh, and every time they did that, not this time, not this time, you know, and after the fifth time, you're like, you're in a rage, you know, you don't want to talk to anyone. You just go and sit in the bathroom, have a cold shower. No. <laughs> Uh, what kind, How do you play Battlefront? Are you more of the objective player or more towards the kills? I think, you know, uh, it depends actually. So there's a you, sometimes it depends on whether you want to be really in the action, and sometimes when you're in the mood, sort of really getting into the close quarter com combat stuff, then definitely the objective. And Droid runs great for that. Or uh, when you're playing Supremacy, going for capturing all the points, definitely. And, and I go through phases where, you know, I'm like, okay, I can't be bothered to sit at the back of the map and, and wait patiently for the spawn to come into my snipe area or any of that. Then you run around, definitely, with the blaster pistols. Uh, I've really got into the, is it the SEC-14? Yeah. That, that, is, that, that weapon is beast. Uh, so yeah. definitely, when you're in the mood for, for getting into scraps, then you have then playing the objective is great and your points are great by the way as well but your kd is going to be rubbish you're going to get beasted and some of the times you'll have a game right where you just get completely annihilated and you you know you're like 9 and 16 or something horrific but you accept that that happens and then sometimes when you want a bit of a more chilled out game where you can be sneaky hide 
you know, snipe, then, then yeah, you still play the objective and it's important. So generally when I'm sniping, I guess I'm defending objectives uh, or I am sniping people when they are trying to capture the objectives from far away. So you should always try and play the objective, but um, the benefit of when you're hanging at the back of the map sniping is obviously your KD ratio is great. So, you know, on good games, you can go 20, 30, and, you know, five or six or something like that. And yeah, my character is neither, because I don't get to play multiplayer. <laughs> <laughs> so really, I'm like a just lifesaver guy, because in survival, you, I just always ditch you and go into the inside in the half. In Echo Base, I just run inside, kill the snow troopers, and then try and grab the lives. Right. Yeah. And you guys, do you play objective, or have you, you, you bothered about your KD or not? I play very differently depending on how many times I've been killed. <laughs> right. So, so, like, right when I first start out, I'll get killed several times because I'm getting into the groove. And then, eventually, I'll be going for the objective and going for the objective. And then, once I see that I've died several times but have a bunch of objective score, I'll go back and start going on uh, kill streaks. Sam is probably the best player in our house. What is the highest you've killed, Sam? 50 to 60. 50 to 60? Oh, that's pretty cool. You lied to me, Sage. I thought you were the best. <laughs> we thought you were the best, Sage, honestly. <laughs> you did? Yeah, that's your, there must be some propaganda going on in your podcast. It's so funny. Uh, everywhere I go, when uh, we run, we host some tournaments at our library, and everyone I meet, they're like, "You're probably really good." And I'm like, "Nope, Sam's the best." And so, what's the highest you got then, Sage? I've gotten Killed. up to thirty-five. Right. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I think nice. I've got, a, I've got about yeah thirty. I think yeah thirty-five, forty is the highest I got. And usually, that's with a hit. You know, you get lucky with a hero. And then you in and then you get lucky with a with an ATST or something like that or a vehicle. I thought that I see usually after we after we've both done survival together, you end up like something with eighty seven. Uh, that's survival, right? There was this one game, and this one guy got eighty seven and six. He got eighty seven oh. kills and six deaths. I tell you, and wow. when you know when you play in that game and that guy's killed you like twenty times, then. <laughs> That's when I switch up to sniping and just sticking at the back, way out of the way. Yeah, but when he just come to try and get the control point after he's killed anyone. Yeah. Yeah, but then he just kill you again, so there's no point. Right. I tell you, the good the good hero that I like as well is uh, is it Nine Nub Nub? Yeah, Nen Nub. Nen Nub. He's pretty. You can get some pretty good streaks with him because if you set your turret in the right place. And then the opposition will keep coming and just getting destroyed by that. And then if you're in the map where you've got orbital strike, uh, again, you can, between orbital strike, turret, and sniping, you can rack up, you know, 30, 30 odd kills to like one death or something. Yeah. I, we always play Tatooine, and I play as Darth Vader. He plays as Nenob. He just places down his turret, and I die. I keep getting beasted by that. So, do you do you like the selection of the heroes in the Battlefront? Yeah. Yeah, I think they're pretty good. Um, 
Yeah, I, I, I think I was a bit sad to see uh, who did they nerf. They nerfed both the new ones, didn't they? Greedo and Nine Nub. But I yes. guess. But so that was a bit of a shame. Um, and but to be fair, Vader's pretty good. Yeah. Although again, when you play in supremacy and you play with these tanks like Vader, then you know pretty quickly all the team just focus on killing you, and so uh, uh, you know you can find yourself getting getting uh, destroyed pretty quick. I was playing yeah. yesterday, and there was this. There's Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker going at it. Darth Vader killed Luke Skywalker. I charged up my pulse cannon and finished off Darth Vader. Nice. It nice. Was, I was so proud of that. I was like, what? Nice. Yeah, I think my... Um, and killing heroes. My Actually, I've really got into recently as well um, heroes versus villains. That's pretty cool. And there seems to be a lot of noobs playing on that game mode as well. So you can, you can do pretty good. Even if, I'm, I mean, I'm by no means a good player at all um but uh you can rack up some pretty decent uh kill streaks and points on that game yeah i i've yeah, noticed I, that there I'm are not- a lot of uh noobs in that game too right <laughs> yeah so so definitely that's my you know when i've just taken a beasting in some game then if i go and play heroes versus villains that can be pretty good and, and fighter, I, the other one is—is is it fighter squadron? That, yeah. Yes. That yes. wasn't. I've really, again, at the beginning I wasn't really into, but uh, more recently I've got really into it. And there is a trick that if you, when you start the game, if you spawn in, instead of spawning in straight away, if you spawn in at about nine minutes twenty-five, and then you just hold low, whatever side you are, and scoot around whatever map, you will generally within 10 seconds or so see the hero token and you can pick it up so um you know usually i guess probably two out of three games i manage to be the hero and once especially when you're rebels if you're the millennium falcon then you you, you know you're going to be beast for, for the whole game and usually go like 20 or 30 to one weird <clears throat> i i never saw you as hero you've never villain. seen me that's because no, i play when I you're asleep seen- man <laughs> Where I don't get I just, disturbed. Right? I just hate that tactic. You, I just go to bed mid- at midnight and you, you just play all the time. It's not fair how you get bonus times and I don't. So, what do you guys uh, do? You guys like Fighter Squadron or are you not really into that? Well, I, I started out playing Fighter Squadron a lot when we first got the game and now I haven't played it in several months. So if you definitely use that tactic, spawn in about 9.25, keep low, and you generally learn where the hero pickups are anywhere on the map, then um, it, it, it makes it, once you're the hero, then you, you know, you're the beast, and um, you can go on a good streak and get some pretty good points and rank up pretty quickly. What kind of Battlefront YouTubers do you watch? Uh, you guys, obviously. You guys... Um, um, you're going to have to tell us how we came up with the name of tie-dye sheep, um, but not many. I, um, the other one, the other guy is pretty good, actually, is a guy called Otaku. Have you heard of him? I have heard of him. Yeah, he's pretty good, and he does some pretty decent uh, weapons reviews and live streams. And then the other one we kind of watch now and again, but not many, is uh, is it Battlefront Updates, I think. Yeah, Battlefront updates. We watch it. You guys heard yeah, of that quite one? A few. Yes. Quite yeah, a few and they're all right as well. But 
Um, I think Otaku is a pure, you know, is, in terms of skill, that guy is pretty good. Um, but in terms of entertainment and what's going on, it's you guys basically. We listen to the podcast. It's nice to listen to that. Charm and Extra Stuff, we had him on the show. He's having some uh, internet issues, so he hasn't been able to upload, but he does a lot of good uh, Battlefront content. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, actually. And his weapon reviews are pretty good, i got to say. So yeah, that's he, my favorite thing about him. Yeah, so when, you, you know, when you're working out whether you want to play, invest some time in a new gun or whatever, then he tells you how to play with it. Although, again, Otaku's really good for that, and he shows you... So he taught me, you know, how to play as the, as certain heroes, how to play their style. He's pretty, his, his how to not suck at videos, they're pretty good. So yeah, about our name, Tie-Dye Sheep, you want to hear how we got that? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so we're looking for a name for our YouTube channel, and we thought about doing Chicken and Waffles for uh, Minecraft videos. And oh yeah. That was, uh, it's kind of hard to spell, and... We wanted to unify because we were planning to do it on two channels and do like collaborations between them. So we were asking our mom, like, what are some good ideas? And then she came up with this idea of tie-dye sheep. And we're like, yeah, that's awesome. And it's got a cool meaning. So we like to think of ourselves as we are the black sheep of our family. So we like to consider ourselves the tie-dye sheep of our family. So we like being different. And uh, we like to do things different than other people. Right. Wait, did you mention Minecraft? Yes. <laughs> you guys were going to do a Minecraft channel then, Willie. Then I'm your biggest fan! <laughs> yeah, we, we love Minecraft, as, along with Battlefront. Those are like our two favorite games. Right. I'm already working on a Death Star in Minecraft. <clears throat> oh, awesome. So, I thought that ends this episode but we're gonna do another topic for our patreon which is funniest trolls that have been done to us thanks for listening to the star wars battlefront podcast this episode was brought to you by our patrons on patreon you can go to patreon.com battlefront podcast to support the show for the price of one hamburger a month which is four dollars so you're giving up four dollars or a hamburger to get exclusive digital bonuses like extra content and real life bonuses like t-shirts and stickers your four dollars helps us upgrade to new hardware and keep the podcast going our extra content that we have on there right now is a star wars talk with our previous guest yc1000 please share this podcast with your friends family and followers rate the show on itunes or any other podcast app or service because this helps us to appear higher in itunes or wherever it is and uh helps us to get more listeners you can chat with us on twitter and instagram our twitter is tie-dye sheep yt and the instagram is tie-dye sheep films email us if you have a idea for a topic or want to be a guest on our podcast you can search tie-dye sheep films on youtube or on google and go to our youtube channel and see our exclusive youtube videos we have our battlefront podcast on there with gameplay and we also have different topics like i have a series on there pitting two battlefront weapons against each other's the first episode is the dlt 19 versus the dlt 19x even though they have the same name basically they're not the same weapon at all so you can see which is the better all-around weapon may the force be with you always <laughs>